0: Before we dive into today's conversation, I want to take a moment and share about one of our incredible partners. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Being sure that we can take care of ourselves while also caring for relationships with others is crucial. BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you how much you matter and therapy is a great way to make sure you show up for yourself. My counselor has been an incredibly helpful advocate for my mental health and I want you to have that in your life too. You can find it through BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online. Online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to, and it's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can be matched with a therapist in under forty-eight hours. Give it a try and see why over two million people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and That Sounds Fun Friends. Get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com/slash that sounds fun. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L P dot com slash that sounds fun. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you today. We have got a great show in store, and I just cannot thank y'all enough for showing up with such energy and support at all of our stops on the Coast to Coast That Sounds Fun tour. I had the absolute best time with all of you who were there and those who joined on the live stream, y'all. At some point, I will try to find the words to express my gratitude, but I'm not sure I have them yet. When I do, you guys will be the first to know, but I'm really grateful. What a fun couple of weeks. And as a reminder, we're going to spend the entire month of April on the pod focused on prayer, including another TSF Q&A, exploring your questions about prayer. So you have a part to play in these Q&A episodes that we make. Just visit the link in the show notes below and submit your question about prayer. I cannot wait for us all to learn and grow together. Before we dive into today's conversation, I want to take a moment to share about one of our incredible partners, Pine Cove Camps. Pine Cove is excited to announce that they're opening a new overnight youth camp in Georgia. Go dogs! It's called the Pine Cove Springs. Y'all know how much I love camp and Georgia. I grew up going to Christian summer camps and had an amazing experience during those weeks. And what could be better than a camp in Georgia. I think it's so important for kids to be in an environment where they will not only hear the gospel, but they will also see it lived out all around them through the college staff and community at camp. Pine Cove is a Christian camp with over 50 years experience in overnight youth camping. They're bringing Christ-centered, other-focused, and seriously fun counselors and activities to their new overnight youth camp in Georgia, serving fourth through eighth graders. Start a new summer tradition for your child at the Pine Cove Springs this summer. Check out pinecove.com springs and use the code TSF250 for $250 off a first-time overnight youth camp registration at the Pine Cove Springs. Again, that's pinecove.com slash springs and use the code TSF250 for $250 off. Today on the show, I get to talk with some of our favorite brothers, Joel and Luke Smallbone from For King and Country. The Australian-born quadruple Grammy-winning artists and songwriters have won 10 GMA Dove Awards on top of those four Grammys, a Billboard Music Award, 13 K-Love Fan Awards. I wonder what that's like. I keep losing. And they have nine number one songs. Y'all, I love these dudes so much. Their new album, entitled What Are We Waiting For, is out tomorrow, March 11th. It's stunning, absolutely stunning. I think the world of these guys, y'all are going to hear, we have been friends for a decade, and I just, I've loved them the whole way through. They are who you are. See on stage is who they are backstage, and that is one of the highest compliments I can give in this industry. I just think so highly of them. And I love this conversation so much. I think you will, too. So here's my conversation with Joel and Luke Smallbone from For King and Country. Do you want to talk about your vocal surgery? I can talk about it, yeah. Okay, so are are you louder after?
1: No, no. No, I see. I, so when I went and had surgery, I was told, and it was true to a point that you'd be back within like two months, kind of uh-huh, doing shows, uh-huh. singing, doing the whole thing. What I've since what found year was is- was 15? No, no, no. I, this is just- Last, last year, year
0: Wait, wasn't there one back in the day, Well, too? no, I got sick you with got something sick. else. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. I was like, there was something when we were all still kind of on the road together- Yeah, another that catastrophe. You know? yeah, yeah, different, yeah. Dis- yeah, different. Different Different physical ailment. Yeah. Last year.
2: Last year. So anyway-
0: uh, Oh, when we were at the Loves. That's why he wasn't there. That's right. Right? Yeah. It so was yeah.
2: literally two days before the Fan Awards. Yes. Luke had a surgery. And, so and for five glorious days, he couldn't speak. I couldn't <laughs> speak? Joel's never been so <laughs> happy. <laughs> Is that bad to say, Johnny? It's brothers, man. Right. You know?
1: Yeah. But, yeah. So it was an interesting, it, you know, if you want to get to know yourself a little bit better, do some extreme things. mm don't talk, yeah, fast. Do some of the things that you just like, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. And I think that was part of what happened for me is, is like, you know, I've always sung, I've always been loud, and, and yeah, you know, my, my voice was I, I wrecked it, you know, in some cases. And so yeah, I was meant to come back in about two months and everything be okay. What I've since realized is they say, for the like're you're, you're back to being a Ferrari, mm-hmm. eighteen months.
0: Oh wow! And I was
2: Luke often was, refers to himself as a Ferrari. <laughs>
0: the he said, like, "This back is awesome." To you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: When what I, I meant what a vocal Ferrari
1: <laughs> is, if you want the most amount of power, uh, right? Yeah, right. You yes. Right. Okay. Look at, you know what he did? Good recovery. <laughs> you know Good what he recovery. Did? He's thinking the worst of me continually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Brother, stuff. <laughs> this
1: That's is right. where really getting That's off right. on the wrong. Right. Foot.
2: I'm very
0: into it. I'm, I'm really here for it. Do you? I should have said
1: dump truck. You know, getting back to the dump truck. Ferrari is it? Do you feel
0: like a toyota camera yet like what do you feel like in your i feel
1: okay you know it it, it's funny most of the things that have ever happened to me in life i wrote journals about like 10 years ago Mm. one one was 10 to 15 years ago that at some point i felt like i'd get sick and i remember writing in my journal god if i'm going to get sick i'm willing to do it i'll walk it through with you all right i got sick another one was as i wrote that lord if you take my voice you can have my voice and I wrote these, like, many years ago. Please don't. Keep and I was about to say, you brought so, this so, on yourself,
0: my guy. So I
1: stopped journaling. Lord, if you want my leg to be cut off, <laughs> yeah. I'll do it for you. Yeah, for real. So I stopped journaling, and I yeah. haven't had anything happen since.
0: <laughs> That's. Mm. I mean, that is, I would love for both of y'all to speak to this. There have been multiple opportunities for y'all, for me, for a lot of our friends listening to lose or give up the thing that we love the most professionally.
2: Right. right. Yeah.
0: When you get to that. Crossing gate, whether it is you get another job offer or you lose your voice or it's between album cycles. I mean, your new album comes out tomorrow, but it's between Mm. album cycles. You go, Are we going to keep doing this? What's your conversations with God when you're deciding whether to stay or whether to go?
2: Man, I think you got to take this. Like, you got to keep going. (laughs) Okay. Because let me say this. Well, two things. Number one, if if you're listening, I got it. You got to put in perspective, (laughs) by the way, if you're listening, Annie and Luke and me, we go back
0: a decade. Easy, yeah.
2: And so there's a very rich, uh, there's a very rich understanding, very a great depth here. I just want yeah, to put that out. Thank we you. love you. Um, and same. secondly, Luke is a very courageous chap and and has, has walked through uh, a lot. We all have in different ways, but I just think he's very. Apt this to is like end. the nicest yeah. thing you've ever said yeah. to me. I'm thank trying you. to recover yeah. from the Ferrari no, yeah. no. <laughs> the comment. It's very
0: sweet.
1: Look, I think that. As I have looked back on just certain things that have, have taken place, if, if your reason for changing anything is because it's hard, you're asking the wrong question. Mm. If your reason for changing is you genuinely feel that God is saying, this is it, you're done, you need to move on and do something else, and other people are confirming through wisdom, scripture. I mean, here's the other temptation, is you just go to other people that are kind of going to affirm whatever decision you want. Yes. No, but when you're actually seeking out God, You're reading scripture and you feel like God is saying, it's time. Then at that point, you move. The problem is, is invariably God is saying, hold strong, you know, be steady. steady. Yes. And because he's usually wanting to reveal something to you through the the struggle. I was, this is, if this is the worst analogy ever, just call me out. Call me out on it. I was, um. I, I love was,
2: I love Luke's analogies. Yeah, oh, I'm ready. yeah,
1: he, yeah. This was gonna go real bad. Is it? This was gonna <laughs> no. go bad. So I was uh, working on the house uh, two or three days ago, and my son, who I got, I got three boys and a little girl. Mm-hmm. All right, Courtney and I, and my oldest Jude. We I said, hey, well, I got a project that's pretty manageable for a nine year old. It was going to take about an hour, and it was pressure washing. Uh-huh. And so he's out there, and we put we're pressure washing the deck, and we're and I, I put a little bleach on it. Uh-huh. Hopefully that's okay, but uh-huh. put a little bit of time. And we're 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 pressure washing the the, the deck, and uh, he's he's finished. And I, I wanted to go and I just touch up a few little things. He'd done a great job, and I, I sat there, and I felt God really clearly say to me, Luke, you know, pressure washing. The pressure that comes from this this machine, is a little bit about is a little bit like my love for you. Uh-huh. It cleanses you, it it, it takes all the, the dirt, it takes all the grime. And it changes you. But it can be sharp. But it can be sharp. And it can be difficult. And it can oh. be really refining. And it was just one of those moments where I was like, I don't know why I needed to hear that. But I felt that. Yeah. I felt that through people, you know, oftentimes run away from struggle. But it's in the struggle that you change. Mm-hmm. It's in the struggle that you do. You know, I think C.S. a famous quote is, is, you know, pain is God's megaphone for change. Yes. To rouse a deaf world. Yes. And you 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 forget those things because in, in America in the Western world we're looking for ease. But the, another thing I've realized, you don't remember ease. You remember great struggle or great delight. That's it. Everything we don't the remember middle. the easy days. Everything no. in the middle, you're you don't right. remember.
0: You're right. I mean, and that's annoying because what we want to do is remember all the very best days. And yeah. I think I think we probably do. I, I'm thinking about my own life as you're saying that. I'm thinking, yeah. I mean, the very top ones I remember, but five percent to eighty percent, I don't remember. <laughs> It's the bottom 20 yeah. that change me
2: Changes. And the top yeah and I, the very top. which is ironic because it's usually that pendulum you swing out of the valley into the mm-hmm. mountaintop and then back mm-hmm. down into mm-hmm. the into the valley. Yeah.
0: I mean, Joel, as you're like I mean you walk this with Luke right. the whole time, what is your experience of God watching your brother's voice because that directly affects your job too?
2: Well it's it's interesting. So a little brief backdrop to Luke and me. Two of seven kids, you know, five boys, two girls. I'm the middle child. He's younger than me, and and
0: where are you in the stack? So
2: you're f- I'm, four. No, I'm yeah, I'm right in the middle. Annie, i was and just, you're like five? a third younger. Yeah, child. the yeah. perfect. I'm OCD. I'm a perfectionist, and it's perfect <laughs> because it's like bookend girls. Because Rebecca's at the top, Libby, yeah. five boys, and I'm right in the middle yeah. of the whole thing. But you know, growing up, Luke grew taller than me by four inches. He was a better sportsman than me, which delighted him. That he was a better <laughs> sportsman. And, and in in my opinion is a, is a, is, a, is got just a great voice, and I think if you put us toe-to toe a better vocalist in some ways, we we pair well, but you do. And, and so but that's just the makings of rivalry and 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 frustration growing yeah. up. And so we weren't very close. It's actually music that really sort of brought us back together and and gave us such a depth and consistent new depth of understanding of walking through as Luke said, the delights and the hardships of all of it. Of I mean, we were just talking about touring off the yeah. air. Like It's just the, th- the monster that is touring, yeah. uh, which we love it. We lo- One of the great culminations is being in front of people. Oh, it's the best. Isn't it? I mean, it's the only art. Films, you make a film, they watch it, you're never together. Mm-hmm. You paint a picture, they see it, you're never together. Music and, and, and speaking, and, and you, you have this moment in time where you're connected soul to soul, yeah. which is, I, we love it, but it comes at a cost. So since the band began, we've had this real great opportunity, obviously, to choose one another time and time again. Mm. But then in the, you know, uh, the moments of a wife calling saying, hey, I'm having a panic attack. I need you to come home or, or, you know, I'm not right in myself or chronic illness or loss of voice or, Mm. you know, fill in the blank. We're able to choose each other in those moments as well, and it's that I think the greatest way to, to define it, describe it, is that whole adage that you know, two is better than one. If because if one falls in a ditch, you, the other one yeah. can help them out. Yeah. And what I've really taken a lot of pride in is a maybe it's the older brother thing again, but is there's going to come a time, and there has been at points where I just need, like I need in different ways, mm-hmm. need him, um, and it shows up differently. I think for both of us because we're different personalities. But I take a lot of pride in those moments of going. I can. There were shows that had to be done without him, and and we could still do them. Yeah. And there was, you know, speeches that had to be made at, at award shows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you wanted to award like, him on behalf and, of us. Um. The and, but there's actually a beauty in that. That's to me. That's life. That's partnership. That's being best mates. That's being, mm-hmm. you know, for that's Mariah and me. That's Luke and Courtney. Like that. That's the trinity. That's this thing of like we're, we we serve each other differently, but we. We make up something much stronger than we are. Yeah. As individuals.
0: Yeah. You know? Do y'all write music together too? Yeah. 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 So what percent like of the new album, what are we waiting for? Did y'all write all the songs? Or are you on all the songs? Is it just the two of you or do you have co writers too?
1: No, we we write rewrite uh, all the stuff. Uh, together and then usually we'll have one or two other writers, yeah. almost always. So it's it's, it's the formula. This is break have, up the fights. The, <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> the worst what part do you, you think? you Pick me or him,
1: <laughs> and that happens. A <laughs> I <time>. believe it. <laughs> I know, believe it. You know, it's funny. I mean, music is a gift. Uh, it it uh, and but it's also complicated. Mm-hmm. It's not always the easiest thing to do, but yet I think for both Joel and I, we find it very fulfilling. But there are moments of crossroads where. I come in with an idea, Joel comes in with an idea, and you've got to evaluate other people's ideas, and based off of the conversations that are happening just moments later, whether or not those ideas come to fruition yeah. or not, and so, you know, and, and sometimes you're dealing with like, hey, I woke up with this, and this feels very special to me, and somebody else can say, cool, it's not special to me, you yeah, know, yeah. and you've got you've to navigate that, and so yeah. I, what I love about doing it is, I, I love doing it as a brother's because if you're just friends, you get in a hard you know, fight, you just be like, see you later, it's family. Yeah. You got to do Thanksgiving together. Yeah. You know, you got to do Christmas and it forces you to resolve conflict. I think for me personally, I don't think I was very good at resolving conflict when I was younger. I'm not saying I'm a master now, but I've learned to lean into it. And I think our relationship and our friendship has become uh, stronger because of that. And also because of music, yeah. because it did bring something, yeah. it did bring us together in a unique way.
0: I think that's one of the things that those of us who love listening to your music, I mean, And seeing you live. I mean, from start to finish of every record, it's both of you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's y'all. So it like, for lack of a better word, it smells like y'all from start to finish. Right? So so people are experiencing. I mean, we were saying this before that what happens behind the scenes on the road, what happens on the bus, what happens backstage, what happens interpersonally will play out on stages. And for me, it plays out in books. Does it play out for you when you're writing songs too? Is what's happening backstage always playing out in forward facing things?
2: It plays out in this regard, particularly like with what are we waiting for? For instance, we're not the like. Just to set the record straight, you know, Luke's not sitting with a, an acoustic guitar on a rainy day singing "Kumbaya." You know? <laughs> like that's just not. That's not our mo. Yeah, um, we we're sort of very methodical. We we go through stages and seasons of writing and and recording, mm-hmm. and most of the time, as as as. Effectively and as efficiently and as aggressively as we get into a project. Once it's done, we
0: eject. <laughs> we're yeah, out. same.
2: Um, because I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, with books, I'm sure you're the oh. same. It's like, okay, this is it. I've done the thing.
0: Yeah, bye. And,
2: and I have to have that. Yeah. But part of the key, I think, for us is you. You have to have these gaps in between to live. Um, yeah. And and so what's really important, and it does to your question, it does. What you experience, be it backstage versus onstage or in life and then yeah. on recording yeah. or, in your case, book, it does show up. And so in the, for what are we waiting for, it was a very clear – had been writing bits and pieces here and there, I should say. But it was a very clear – it was like December 22nd, yeah. 2020. We were – speaking of tour buses, we were on the tour bus. We were doing drive in dates because it was the beginning, it was the middle of the pandemic. And it was the second to last drive in date. And I was laying in my bunk at like 3 a.m., as you know, Mm -hmm. because you're trying to wind down and everything. And just sensed this like, man, we just need to, we need to talk as brothers about going, really going straight into the studio. Yeah. Top of 2021. Just felt like there was so much life that we'd lived, so much through the pandemic that we'd, you know, so much relationship, you know. Um, Your body was full. You yeah, had to get it, it out. And yeah, it was. And it literally – and it was like this – so we sat down in Florida. I remember it well that afternoon and just said, hey, you know, it's a few days. What do, what do you think? We'll take a bit of time off in January and then, like, let's just basically devote most of the year yeah. to it. And um, that's that's what we did. But it was clear for both of us. It was like, all right. Mm-hmm. No, sorry.
0: No, you're welcome to <laughs> yeah, make, make sounds to go along with what you're work, feeling. Johnny? Is that good? Yeah,
2: <laughs> I'm just going to edit that out. Um, now it was like, let's go. And yeah. you know what was beautiful is it, one thing that had never happened on any record prior. So this is our fourth studio album. Mm-hmm. Is we were home. So every other time, you know, you're backlines of the tour bus, you're in the wow. dressing room, or you're sort of in the in between, and you're just sort of chucking a vocal in here or doing a production <sighs> there, writing there. We just oh like. My God. Every minute of every day, you know, aside from being with family, you just got to tell and live and breathe it. And it really made this real – I think it's a very sort of concise thought and idea Mm -hmm. on this record that that we're really proud of.
0: What do you know about God now that the record is done that you didn't know before? Mm
1: -hmm. Well, I think that we're we're, – I think one of the things that I've realized a little bit lately is is we always think that what we're going through – right now is like the pinnacle or the worst of everything. Like it's mm. just that you're, you're in the middle of it and you're like, I don't know how I'm ever going to get out of this. That life is like this. And, and you start actually telling yourself like this is how it is and this is what's going to be. Mm-hmm. This is how it's going to go, you know, how life is going to play out. And what you realize is, is God's got you in this, this, this beautiful story. And at the end of the day, you don't actually know what chapter you're in, mm. and you don't know oh, if you're in the third that. chapter right you don't know if you're in the first chapter, you don't know mm-hmm. if you you don't know where you are and so I think that this this record has revealed a little bit to me that man, to sit and and rest in in uh who God is is a privilege and a, and a beautiful thing because he can do so much mm-hmm. in those little moments of, yeah. of, hey, this is a season of that, but that's not maybe the next couple years. You know, I, I'm re- I read a lot of biographies because I'm just fascinated with people's stories.
0: <gasps> like mostly dead people or do you like reading alive people too? Uh, mostly dead. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've got a lot of dead mentors. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> uh, Same. And I'm reading a book on John Newton right now uh, who wrote Amazing Grace. And you read this guy's story. And at every moment, like when he gives his life to Jesus, you think, oh, this is kind of, okay, we're coming to the end of the story. That dude, that's like the second chapter. This wow. guy has this insane story that goes on for almost 80 years. I want to live a life like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to live a life that has Luke as a child, and these are the things that God revealed to me and, and, mm-hmm. and showed me. Luke is as, as, as finding the love of my life, and we, mm-hmm. we're raising these kids together, and that has all it, it its, you know, things. Luke is is making music with his brother. But there's a lot of freedom in knowing, well, what else could be?
0: Yeah. Because God
1: doesn't want to just, you know, have dreams that are just
0: stale. Yeah. He
1: wants new dreams. And I think that for me, I think I realized with What Are We Waiting For, that it's it's wonderful to dream dreams. Mm. And they're life-giving. So dream dreams. Make God-sized dreams. Because I think in some cases for Christians, we're scared... To dream God-sized dreams because we're fear of fa- there's a fear of failing. Hmm.
0: Yeah, because then who are we disappointed with? Not ourselves. Correct. With God. That's right. I don't know that anything has grown me closer to God and also been more painful than being directly disappointed with him.
1: My seven-year-old son yeah. said to me the other day, we're driving in the car, and he said, Dad, when I pray, nothing changes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, oh, why aren't we praying more prayers like that?
0: Right. Like you can see. But
1: I actually thought, Phoenix, pray that prayer. Yeah. That's what David did. Yes. You know, like, man, I'm praying this, and I need rescuing, and you did not show up for me. It's funny when you when your prayers get desperate, that's when prayer gets real,
0: Mm.
1: and that's when you see that's when you see change, that's when you see things happen.
0: Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about one of our incredible partners, Modern Fertility. Coming off a tour, I've got a bunch of annual uh, maintenance appointments scheduled, you know. Dental cleaning, check up with my primary care, other things 41-year-old women are advised to do every year. Okay, we're supposed to go to the OBGYN once a year for those annual checkups, but checking in on our fertility isn't usually a thing until we're ready for kids. And that's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. You'll get insights into your hormone levels, your ovarian reserve, which is how many eggs you have compared to other women your age and other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. I think that was the most interesting part of the process for me was getting to chat with a nurse about my results. Here's the thing. Traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility gets you the same info at $159, which is... Mathematically, a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash that sounds fun, you can get $20 off your test. Also, if you have an HSA or an FSA, you can put those dollars towards Modern Fertility. If you want to have children now or maybe one day in the future, clinically sound info about your body can help you make the decision that's right for you. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash that sounds fun. That means your test will cost $139 instead of hundreds or thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. So get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash that sounds fun. modernfertility.com slash that sounds fun. And now back to our conversation with Joel and Luke. How does prayer play out for y'all, professionally, very like,
1: organized, very yeah, pope-like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just
0: no, I mean, like, do y'all like road life? Yeah. Do y'all mm-hmm. pray as a tour together? Do y'all separate and do your own thing as well, or instead of? And like, how are you seeing prayer getting you where you are today? How has prayer been a part of that? We're about to do the whole month of April on prayer, so yeah. we love oh, well, talking about that.
2: We're just a few weeks away. We'll, yeah, that's we'll, right. We'll help st- you up. teeing us up. I mean, look, it's it's an onion, right? Prayer. It's this. You start out at the sort of that childlike level yeah. I think I've come to this place of the question of what does it mean to pray without ceasing number one mm. but second it's a posture right the, of, 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 of how, how are you going into every day with a, the posture it's not about the words necessarily as much as it's about is, is prayer is meant to realign and shift us back towards God right mm-hmm. so even like even like grace for me like, this is really weird. I'm gonna no, admit. No, I'm into it. And Luke's helped me do this a couple of times, but I am. Um, I think in a modern context, we don't really have a, a great grasp of the sac- great sacrifice of animal life or plant life to sustain us. Mm. And so, one of the things I try to do is, if we're having a meal with with meat in it, it's like, hey, I'm, I'm, God, I want to thank you for the sacrifice of this animal.
0: Yeah.
2: That is sustaining my life, or this plant that's sustaining my life, and and it's a little thing, but oh, posture changes. Yeah. Which is, I think it's a lot to get us toward gratitude, right? But posture changes. So on the road, for instance, we have a time beforehand where we try to get the whole team together. Because you know this, like, you got 30, 40 people on the road. Everyone's, some people up on the concourse, backstage, yeah. on stage, you know, in napping. front of the stage, <laughs> napping. So we try and have a moment where we just sit in it for like 20 minutes at mm-hmm. dinner and just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, walk through a prayer or, or read a word or... Um, and then, and then there's, there is sort of this broken down. The band, and us, will sort of gather up just right before yeah. you know, for a moment. The other, obviously, layer to it is just how do you how do you have those consistent points enough? So on the road, it's those, but things like morning or before a meal, or these alignment points, yeah, that that re-engage you with prayer that you can kind of carry through the day. So it's I think it's more what's what's been fun for me is we sort of got away from the discipline of it, didn't we, for a time, just as sort of enlightened, woke people, God's always there, and you know, right. God's my homeboy, coming back to this place of like, actually, maybe there's something to like, you know. Daniel kneeling and praying three times a day. Right. Maybe there's something to right. the these liturgies of, of of monasteries and what they're doing that actually is beautiful in the realignment. And how can we take actually some of those ancient truths and apply them to this context? And I don't yeah. think it has to be this massive thing. I think it's just finding those points most of the time. So like my, my, my wife's out of town. She's, Mariah's yes. riding right now. And we called, we try and connect to the top of the day and at the end of the day, at, at very least, and text and whatnot. So we just, I was driving in here and just, yeah. said, Lord, I just want to play a blessing mm. over Mariah and and coming in here. And, and, and all of a sudden, you just felt the like, okay, yeah, I'm back. Yeah. You know? So yes. I, I think if I could sum it up in a sentence, I would say patterns of prayer that are in the right posture, I think, pull us back into the yeah. the rhythm of the Spirit.
0: At one of the Q&As this weekend, someone said, how do I keep going if I don't feel God? Like, I don't feel like God's yeah. close to me. What do I do? And I was like, you do everything that you've been doing. Like, mm-hmm. tie mm-hmm. yourself to the disciplines. If you will tie yourself to prayer and fasting and community and showing up at church and spending time in the Word, like, tie yourself to those, and the feelings will return. But yes. but don't but the disciplines to me are the not at the end of the rope so often.
2: Right, it's the it's the great question of, I think ancient civilization always operated under the guise of, and there were some issues with this, but nonetheless, if it's left to itself, but operated under the guise of, you know, decisions and action leads to feeling, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we've completely inverted that. Yes, yes. that feelings lead to decisions and actions. And I think we're starting to see that maybe venturing back towards like, hey, no, no, you make a decision, you stand by the decision, yeah. and then you, you, at some point you you feel the decisions that you make versus being dictated to yeah. by by just what you're feeling. It feels a little bit like a leaf in the wind when you're just like, I feel this and I feel
0: like Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. It's not trustworthy. Yeah. No. I, I often say my feelings can ride, but they can't drive. I'll let them pick pick the music, but they don't get to drive. I drive. (laughs) Luke, you mentioned at the top of the show fasting. Is that a discipline that matters to you? Is that like one that you've seen pay off?
1: I wish that I could answer, I am that holy that I fast every Monday.
0: (laughs) I don't think that makes a person holy or not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I don't, but I feel the need to. Yeah. You know?
0: Do you do seasonal? Well, no, no, I've
1: done, uh, you know... Fasting is interesting because obviously in, in the Bible, it's mostly to do with food. Yeah. In our modern context, we say, or oh, I'm going to go on a social media fast, or these different mm-hmm, things. And those mm-hmm. things are fine. They're also pretty dang easy for the most
2: part. Fasting Not for, not is... for my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not... She fasts for about six hours. and I'm like, God, feed her soul. No, 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 no. I'm saying the
1: social media, these other oh, the other things. <laughs> no, 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 no. Fasting, <laughs> oh, fasting from food is incredibly difficult. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I got you. We, our you. modern context of fasting is: is I'm going to take something and I'm going to fast, and and I'm not saying that we shouldn't do those things. Some of those things are, are wonderful, but you know, fasting from food is difficult. And part of the reason why I haven't uh, had that as much of a discipline for me is because there was a season where I yeah. was very, very sick. Yeah. And I, uh, yeah, I wasn't, you know, honestly. Uh, Consuming my, my body wasn't uh, able to absorb the nutrients, and so I I had always gotten into this habit of feeling that I actually need to eat to just stay healthy. All right, wow. and so in some cases, it's only in the last couple of years that I have done some fasting, but not as holy as I should. Yeah, no, uh, but, I mean I think that's important but, for but people to hear. I, I, you know, it, it made it to, to for me to see. You know, when you're talking about these disciplines, you forget the power. Yeah. of these disciplines. Yeah. I, when I grew up, you know, having the church teach me how to pray, for instance, we'll go back to that just for, as an example. Yeah. You know, I, I'll never forget, newly married, and uh, we, my wife and I pray together before we go to bed, and, and it's always out loud, and one day she leaned over, and she was like, what was that? And I was like, what do you mean? She says, you sound like the Pope. No one prays like that.
2: We love the Pope for the record. There's been a couple references (laughs) to the Pope. (laughs) I love the Pope. (laughs) I think he's a really good bloke. I
1: love the Pope. (laughs) Pope Francis is fantastic. I'm just saying it sounds, it's not you. High church. It sounds like it's in another language. Yeah, yeah, it sounds Latin, but it's English, (laughs) you know? And and so I, I, I actually realized that the discipline of actually praying but being true and real mm. is incredibly powerful because you're not pretending to be somebody else. This is your life. This is your relationship. Yeah. And I think you know, fasting and some of these other disciplines play a massive role. And we forget the power. There's a reason why people did these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's important for us as, as you know, let's just say, a younger generation. Yeah. To not discredit what other people have done for centuries. There's a yes. reason why they did it for yes. centuries.
2: And with that. And I love the Pope. The, the, here's the ping pong and the ping the ping pong back to fasting. And we love okay. the Pope, um, but we forget. Speaking of ancient civilizations, that literally most of their life was devoted to figuring out how to eat and survive. Like right today, you know, no I want sushi. Stores. I go to the grocery yeah. store. You know, yeah. like I can have any type of food at any point in the day, and and most of the time now it can show up at my doorstep. So food, it's not a survival. So what do we do? We you take food out of that? I mean, we still need it, no doubt. But you start filling it with, I mean, social media for some people. You start filling it with mm. entertainment. Mm-hmm. It's a, what do we call it? Consumerism. Mm-hmm. So you're consuming it. So it's still sort of going into you. So through your eyes or through your mouth or through your ears, wherever. Right. And. Uh, I think we, we go to church of the city and yeah. and um, they did the 21 day fast at the, yeah. b- the top of the year and one of the big things for us was um, media Wow because you just realize you you're just bent on yeah. media yeah and I think the point of it m- maybe if I'm if I'm understanding it correctly is is what are things that when you're in those lulls or those moments, that you look to to survive Mm -hmm. when you should be actually looking to God Mm -hmm. to survive. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people went to food to survive. Well, in this case, I'm looking to survive. Instead of sitting in this, I'm going to go to fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. So Mariah, you have to check it back in with us. But she came to me after last month. She said, I think we should fast for 21 days every month from something for the rest of the year. (laughs) Wow. Now, we've only gotten through two months. Yeah. About, wow. Months. Yeah, that's great, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's amazing. I commend her. Yeah, but you have to do it, too. Well, I what, did. I, we did sugar
2: too. the last 21 days, so this is the first day. If, if I just... You can't see it, but I have a pile of, <laughs> of donuts and just chocolate in sweets. front of me. No, I don't. But uh, to, this is... Uh, we're sort of wrapping up that fast, and it's its funny. And I think the thing that was said was, hey, anytime." You have the ping, speaking of prayer.
0: Yeah. Pray.
2: Pray. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that actually sort of works.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's when I'm fasting food, when I feel hungry, that is my cue. Yeah. Yeah. Of like, okay, we are, I bet you, I, this is what I say to my body, my flesh a lot. I bet you are hungry. I bet you do wish I would give you whatever you want. We don't do that. That's, you don't win. <laughs> so I bet you are hungry, and normally yeah. I would feed you. But today, something else matters more. And so I have a full well, conversation well with said. myself when I'm fasting well and when said. I'm hungry. Okay. So when it comes to making, I'm like thinking of the new album. When it comes to making a new album, where does prayer fit in when you're making this thing that you're going to be singing? So it comes out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're touring it. Is that the next thing? I would imagine that is coming. Yep. Yeah. And Just a couple of weeks. So that for the next year plus of your life, these are the songs that represent God to people through you. mm So, Mama,
1: thanks for making it sound so lightweight.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just another album, you guys. Just another one. (laughs) Where do you see prayer mattering now at the album launch, at the making of it? Like, Hmm. I'm curious about the insides of you, as you know, this is coming out tomorrow.
1: Well, when it comes to making it, you know, one of the prayers that I frequently pray is, you know, (laughs) you know, God, if you could, uh, if it takes the, the the faith the size of a mustard seed to move a mountain. What does just a drop of your creativity look like?
0: Wow. Oh and, wow.
1: And I pray that pretty often before yeah. working on music. Yeah. Because, you know, it's 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 a challenge nowadays because, you know, there's a lot of people that question miracles and the miracles still happen and, and so forth. And one of my examples of, of the evidence of miracles in today's day and age is creativity. Hmm. You can for the most part wow. make yeah, a Where does it come do, from? Yeah, you can make yeah. a computer do anything. Right. right. I mean, you can. I mean, even even ordering food, as Joel said, I mean, it's going through a computer. System. I mean, you can. But there's three D printers. There's three D Yeah. But mm-hmm. they cannot create something from nothing. Yet they have to be told. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <yet. laughs> yeah. They have to be told. I'm going to merge a part of this. I'm going to make this house a part of this. Yeah. But it's not something. Someone that has is, to
0: bring the idea to the computer. Mm-hmm. Someone has to bring mm-hmm. that in.
1: And so you sit there, wow. and I, I, you know, I'll go into a, a writing right. session a lot of days, and you go from the the i have nothing and then Joel and I will walk out of the room with something where does it come from it comes from wow. somewhere yeah and it's the it's to me it's 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 the mystery of Jesus yeah. it's the mystery of God that you get to see as, as and you know i think some people maybe listening are like well i'm not necessarily deemed as a creative creativity is everywhere
0: yeah it's the dinner you you're and, for and, family. and there's
2: different types of people in creativity, right? There are creators of creativity, but there are also people who appreciate and understand and, and are moved by it. And and so that's part of the miracle yeah. that this – I would say like our job and even what we're doing on this podcast is to shift sound waves. Yeah. Like that's just magical in and of yes. itself. But I yes. think
1: that even so, like it doesn't matter in what job, how – you know, married, unmarried, what kids yeah. you have. You can yeah. always implement some sort of creativity in all yeah. of this. I'll never forget, I'm a big sports fan. Yeah. I'll never forget uh, Roger Federer was my favorite tennis player. Did he up, just right? win again? No, he didn't. I oh, wish I he would. Oh, was him. But oh, sorry. No. My no. bad. Nadal. Rafael <laughs> Oh, Nadal. <laughs> oh he, really... Nadal. <laughs> he was. Wrong and name. I don't yeah. like him as much. Right. Oh, yeah. And he prefers Raphael, yeah, but know yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Rafael. Yeah, uh, clearly by name. Yes. Rafael. But anyway, uh, they, it, one, there was one point where I remember I played tennis growing up, and there was a commentator that would said, He's just so creative
0: Mm. in how
1: he plays the game of tennis. I remember thinking to myself, he hits a ball. Right. And if he sees a weakness, he exploits it. Yeah. But that is actually, when you watch him play the game, you go, oh, wait. He really is creative. He's creative. Yeah. And he's probably not what people would deem as a creative. Yes. But he's using, where does it come from? Why does he make the impulse to do this? Why is he doing that? That's the mystery of of God-given creativity.
0: Yes. I think that a lot in rooms like that, like, 30 minutes ago, we started something that did not exist. Correct. Right? right? And I think that about live shows. I mean, I, I'll say from stage your live show, you're about to have two hours where we make something together. Mm. And then mm. it, and, and when we are done, we'll have something that did not exist. But I've never considered it part of God's creativity.
2: That's kind of the, do it. That's I mean, not to go too ethereal and oh, deep like with it. Oh, I like it though. Let's go. But isn't that, when you get back to the OG version of this whole thing, isn't that the point? Mm. That like we were co-creators. The whole that was like, hey, he didn't just go, hey, enjoy the garden, guys, have a have a have a field day, be consumers, just eat it all and be done with it. He was like, no, no, no. Here's your job. Like, it just felt like from the beginning, there was always this sense of God creates you and me. And then we create with God and you we continue the storyline of creation mm. from that point on. In and, and I feel like this in music, but I agree with Luke. I think in any way, shape, or form, the way you parent creatively, the way you do accounting creatively, like mm. the way the way you, you know, love your mates create like this is all it's all sort of creative expression that's pretty I don't know, pretty magical really.
0: Yeah. I just listened to a podcast where the preacher was talking about the Father versus the Son versus the Holy Spirit. Yeah. yeah. And and how we pursue relationship with each of them. Right. So when your sister was in here, right. Thanks when she was in here, yeah. she was like, stop calling me Rebecca. That's not what my friends call me. I was like, interested. Tell me what to call you. <laughs> um, interested. Yeah. I was like, I'm all here. We're already Marco Polo. We're everything to each other. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. Where's the Holy Spirit playing into your lives? Where's the Holy Spirit yeah. playing into your work, into your marriages, into your families compared we, to Father and Son?
2: We... Yeah. Because this is long form, and if you've made it this far, I hope we have a bit of credibility yes. in saying some of this. So um, uh, there's a, there's the phrase, uh, the, the, the spirit is thick. Yeah. And Mariah and I are always like, what does that even mean? <laughs> the spirit is thick. It sounds slightly disturbing. And so in those questions, I, I kind of go back and say, hey, well, what is, where is? What is? Does it show up? Does it disappear? Does it? You know, yeah. what, what? What is? What is the spirit? And and what kind of nature does the spirit have? Mm. And um, one thing that's been really comforting to me is, uh, you know, really again, it feels like we're one of the common themes of this podcast is looking back through history. Yeah. Right? One of the fables I think of looking back through history is that it has been so dominantly sort of a, a chauvinistic, misogynistic paradigm. Mm. And it makes sense. Up until 100 years ago, everything was built on just sort of brute strength. Yes. You know, until technology, you just had to survive and guys are stronger. So there's the... But but, but what if... And this is my question with, in relation to the Holy Spirit. What if this sort of mysterious Holy Spirit, you have God in creation. Obviously, Jesus is there. You have God and Jesus sort of, Co- collaborating in creation, we get off track. Jesus comes in and says, "I'm going to reset things." Comes into a very male-dominated culture, and and as a as a man is able to communicate with men. But and I said I said this at the at the award show. Yeah. But when a, you
0: won and I lost, that yes, one? that yeah, one. Got it. That's the one. I was
2: going to say it.
0: Yeah, just wanted but everyone I just to
2: know. I didn't want to, you know. Mm-hmm. But but uh so but she's got the podcast and this, we don't. Yeah, that's true. Well. That's true. We are guests <laughs> on your podcast, Annie. So um in a, in, a, in a moment where women are really pushed down, Jesus goes, I'm going to celebrate my mum with mm-hmm. the first miracle. First person I'm going to tell that I'm the son of God to is a woman. I'm going to be anointed three times by women. I'm going to be funded by women. All my mates are going to leave me. Women are still going to be there at the end of my life. Women are going to be the first ones to race down to the world and tell the world the mm-hmm. greatest news known to man. Like... And 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 then he's gonna say, and then he says after that, oh, and I'm gonna leave you, I'm gonna leave you with a spirit that's actually gonna do greater things than than what I am. And and so when I look at the the spirit, and maybe this doesn't answer the question of oh, I'm how so into where, what,
0: what you're about to teach me though.
2: Well, I don't know if I'm teaching anything. I'm more maybe posing questions, or making an an, an interesting commentary on it. Isn't it interesting that if Parts of the fallout of God and humanity was this break in relationship, relationship in God and man, but also relationship with male and female. Mm -hmm. You know, there's this Mm -hmm. sort of divergence that happens that has been throughout human history that maybe just in this era and maybe through the Holy Spirit that there's this sort of calling for a, a beautiful sort of reset of balance in the way... And an honouring in the way that the sort of the the masculine and the feminine um, mm. sort of reunite, and th- it's through I think through the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit, because the Holy Spirit. If you look at all of the all of the attributes of the Holy Spirit, they're all sort of these beautiful feminine sort of. Uh, 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 in a lot of ways, like it's, it's, it's music. We feel the Holy Spirit when there's this emotional connect to music. It's, it's, it's the, it's these areas that, I mean, even Jesus is saying like, I long to gather you under my wings, like a hen. He's referring yeah. to himself as a woman. Yeah. I long to gather you under like a, like a hen gathers, gathers her chicks under. So I I just think there's something to this idea that we, yeah, we've done the conquering thing as, Dudes and conquered cultures, or you know, relationships or whatever else. I'm excited to see, through I believe the movement of the Holy Spirit, this this continued balance once again mm. of of the Spirit restoring this sort of OG balance between balance. man and
0: yeah. woman. And now back to finish up our conversation with Joel and Luke. Who's the easiest for y'all to be in a relationship? God, the Father, or the Son, or the Holy Spirit? Who's like naturally, who do you pray to? Who's the natural easiest relationship of the three?
1: Well, I think it's an interesting question. Because this is a good of, question. Um, to be totally honest, you know, you kind of have to go back a little bit to the way that we were raised. We were raised in a, in a Baptist church uh-huh. that didn't really teach much on the Holy Spirit. I mean, I think... Things that uh, look—it can get a little bit interesting—but things that are shifting and changing doesn't always serve the 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 church congregation super well.
2: Yeah. yeah. And so
1: sometimes we we don't know what to do with it. We know it's powerful, mm-hmm. and we recognize its power, but at times. When I was growing up, you felt this kind of, I don't know what to do with this.
0: The Holy Spirit's one that acts out.
1: Yeah. I got to kind (laughs) of put, in some cases, I'm going to use a strong word, suppress it. Yeah. And it's only as I've gotten old, actually a lot through my wife, that I think she's actually taught me a lot about who the Holy Spirit really is. Yeah. And to Mm -hmm. look for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To experience it. I mean, explain to me how you can go through a day and it can be a really, really difficult day. And it can be one filled with anxious thoughts, anger. And then you can pray and there's peace. Mm. Mm. There's kindness. Mm-hmm. There's warmth. Something changed. Yeah. And to me, back in the day, I think I just used to look at that as, I guess I did something well, you know, and away <laughs> yeah. well, we go. And now I, I think I'm I'm learning a little bit more to go, man you know the holy spirit is an interesting phrase because we don't really know what to do with it you have god jesus holy spirit very mystical very very mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. tangible yeah but if you but to actually go man i feel that i recognize it mm-hmm. and i love it yeah and when i've seen moments of worship where it's it's a song that i've heard a thousand times why am i in tears that but time? This time but yeah, this time it's different yeah you know, I think, uh, you know, C.S. Lewis in Lion, the Witch in the Wardrobe, one of my favorite moments is when Lucy has gone to uh, Narnia and she comes back and she's telling all her siblings about it. And, and they sit there and they go, Why is she lying? They're talking to the professor. Mm-hmm. And the professor says, Well, is it, is it in her nature to lie? And they say, No, it's actually not. She's very truthful. Then he says, Well, then maybe. She's telling the truth, and maybe it's otherworldly. Mm. In some cases, it's good for us to actually recognize that maybe this experience is otherworldly, yeah. otherworldly yeah. in a beautiful way, and you can attribute that to the power of the Holy Spirit.
0: Yeah. Who's Who's easiest for you? Do you have a one that's easier to connect with than the others?
2: Well, I I put Jesus in, it's it, this is a strange comment, and I'm still working through this, but I put Jesus and the Holy Spirit with linked arms. Like ah. I, I, I to me, it's like hey. This is the helper, wasn't isn't that even funny that he says the, the helper? Yeah, and then you go back again. O oh, G God yeah. says, "Hey, I'm gonna make a helper for you." Yeah. it's like oh, oh, this. There's, yes. there's the thing. Yes. It, to me, it's, it, the Holy Spirit's this extension of of Jesus. So, I, I, the more I want to understand, in some ways, strangely enough, the Holy Spirit, the more I feel like I gotta dive in to really understand Jesus. Yes. Like, yeah. God very handedly through obviously these books that were written in a very Eastern way, Mm -hmm. very handedly defined the sort of masculine God, Mm -hmm. you know? Like Mm -hmm. it was pretty, some pretty intense stuff in there. Yes. And uh, I think, you know, the the beauty of the sort of hand in glove of Jesus and the Holy Spirit of that really getting to the, completing the nature of Uh God. So I... I, I don't know, uh, you know. I don't know if I, I'd probably, if I, if I had to choose, I'd probably say Jesus because I just feel like I understand the Holy Spirit through Jesus, and I feel yeah. like the Holy Spirit is actually this sort of spinoff of of Jesus. Basically, it's like the omnipresent version of Jesus. Yeah,
0: you know? a off oh. of Jesus. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love that.
2: He's been watching a lot of media.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> no is the sugar, no, but... the no spin zone. Yeah, <laughs> I've been really interested in it because I am very visual. So a lot of times mm-hmm. when I'm praying I'm I can see the thing I want to have happen so I have a direction to pray toward or and so I right. I have a Same. very clear pictures and places of God and Jesus and yeah. when I heard this pastor say that I thought I have never prayed and seen the Holy Spirit. Like no. I've never like I don't have a a relationship with the Holy Spirit like that. Maybe it's because it's feminine, and I don't connect as well with feminine leaders as I do with male leaders. Yeah. So I've been maybe. thinking about that as you're saying that. I mean, I'm just having.
2: But isn't that the beauty of it though? That that's that's the point I think of the Trinity mm-hmm. is like we all need slightly different p- perspectives on God, even yeah. at different points in life. Yes. Like, I needed God growing up to yes. be like the the bad you know <laughs> the, come on get 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 your, it together. get get your stuff in order young man right and now honestly i think i i need i need the the sensitivity and 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 the grace of the holy spirit yeah. so often yeah. you know and so i it doesn't feel like there's a there's a wrong i guess that's the beauty answer. in the trinity right i that's mean it, it all kind of works together yeah. you know
0: yeah, yeah, they all they all are in such a relationship that we get all three of them when we pick one of them. Right? I, when right. we I will Jesus.
2: say this though, and, and, and maybe we can cl- we close the lid on after this. I don't know, but um, I think this idea of the comings and the goings of the Holy Spirit is really odd. I think we come and go all the time. Uh-huh. Like I think we show up, and sometimes we're really available to it, and sometimes we're not. Yeah. But I think it's the standing at the door knocking thing, mm. where it's like, "Hey, I'm, I, I'm, I'm here, and if you if you kind of show up, I'll be here." Now, is there degrees? Maybe that's where you get into some of the semantics. But it just seems like he didn't say. I I have felt the Holy Spirit show up in the oddest environments with yeah. the strangest people. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense, and it didn't feel like he said, oh, "I'm going to leave it with you." But be a good boy, be a good girl, <laughs> right. and do these things, or it's not going to be there. No, I mm. think it's like I'm going to leave it with you. You're going to do greater things than than, you, than uh, you're going to see greater things than I could even do. Yeah. And it's going to be available to yeah. you. And so yeah. I, I think the posture correction for me is I think in, I grew up with this like if I'm a good boy, come and like mm-hmm. say, no no that's no. there. It's there. And just the whole fight of this whole thing is to become aware of it. Yeah. I think. Yeah.
0: I think that sounds right. I'm learning with y'all. I sense that thing, y'all. We've all been believers for most of our lives. so Right, yeah. And, and I've been sensing this thing, and it continues today over the last maybe five days, of like, oh, I'm about to learn something brand new. You know, like I, mm. I, I can feel mm. that stirring inside of me, you know, where you're like, oh, I'm about—this is a whole new journey that I didn't know was coming, where it feels like if you were talking about the chapters, it feels like God's like, let me, let me turn a page in this particular part of your life. And where you're going to learn something all brand new. So you are teaching me along the lines of what I was oh, thinking. That that, I think that
1: you know, when you are raised in the church, I think that there's a, a, a very tangible way of thinking that you've got it figured out and other people don't. Mm. And one of the scriptures that haunts me in a good way to a degree is when he says, Who do you think is going to understand grace more? The person who's lived this lifestyle... Over here, or the person who hasn't really made many mistakes or perceived as making many mistakes, I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Yes,
0: yes,
1: yes. And I sit there and I go, but I'm the same as that other person who's done horrendous things. Yes. But you have to, when you're in the church and you've grown up in the church, understand that your jealousy, your arrogance your ego, t- you know, ego yeah. your selfishness yeah. is just the same as the other person that you can fill in the blank that you yeah. thought yeah. did X, Y, or Z. And so when it comes to learning, man, I that we should always be mm. feeling the freedom of going, God, I, I want to know more of your nature. Yeah. Mm. And in the end of the day, that chapter that I was talking about, the last chapter is hopefully we know the nature of him the yeah. best before yes. we get to you actually come you, come you come around to the full yes. the that full
2: nature. the full circle it's you know it's the kid that you start childlike and then you spend your whole life you become childish and then you spend your whole life trying to become childlike again yes, that's right. I had a friend uh just quickly he said um this was two days ago he came by, and he's australian and and he um so he's great. He's awesome. This yeah. <laughs> is <He's> so cool. <laughs> so he's great. <laughs> I got Johnny. I know it's funny if we get Johnny, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he was just saying he's he's in he's in radio down in Australia, and um, it's interesting because it's, it's Australia's a very post-religious, post-Christian yeah. culture, other yeah. than like the Hillsongs and and Paline right. Because a lot of us would think well, that yeah.
0: Hillsong is a representative no. of the no. actual no. entire. No, yeah. no it's no. not. Not no. really
2: at all. And, and so we were very fortunate to grow up in a family of faith, uh, generational faith. Yeah. But this chap said, he said, hey, because they actually do an interesting thing on radio there. They play sort of some sort of Christian spiritual music, and then they play just pop music. And they yeah. actually play. It's all on the same platform. That's cool. And uh, everyone sort of comes to it. And there's some of the biggest stations in some of these towns. It's, it's wow. crazy. Which I never, Yeah. Um, so he, he, said to me, he said, I was having this conversation with a woman in the grocery store the other day. I said, she was just sharing with me and and I said, Hey, you know, where are you at on the, on, on, on you know, the church? Know. Know. Where are you at on, on, um, you know, sort of, uh, just uh, r- religious affiliation? Uh, and this is sort of surmises Australia in some ways, you know, uh, uh, okay, um. Where are you at on on Jesus? I, I can. She said, "I I can. I, I I I love Jesus. I understand Jesus. Wow. And I think again, we're all figuring this out, right? I, I think in this sort of coming back to the OG yeah. sort of reordering of things, we've gotten really excited about. The American church, the Australian church, and the personalities in the church, and, and musicians like us and all the rest of it, which are all in, in some ways, you know, no harm, no foul, until there is one, and then it's a big problem. But yeah. but we can cause a lot of damage if 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 we don't just get back to the OG of this yeah. thing, and that is this really this really starts and ends at Jesus. And you can yeah. do all the other things in the middle, you can be musicians and and write books and be, you know, pastors and all, and be involved and that's great and we all need it. That they've done, you know, the hospitals and the amount of influence that that the religious arts and and the churches had on culture is is magnificent on yeah. both levels. But when it all comes back to it, I think the hope is you can just go, man, I'm like I'm 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 in on Jesus. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And let's just kind of start and end it there, and yep. then we will fill in anything around that. But it has to has to start there.
0: Yeah. I heard John Eldridge on a podcast say Mm. every day he prays, when he wakes up, Jesus and me live this day. Mm. Every day. He's like, that's the first thing I pray when I sit up or wake up is Jesus and me live this day. And I was like, oh, yeah, it it just always comes back to Jesus.
1: We uh Christian famous is probably the worst type of famous in the world. Yeah. But when those people that we may look up to, let's put it that way, point to Jesus where the power is actually, Yeah. there's very few sweeter. And that can be in your local community. Yes. That can be your best friend. Yes. That can be your pastor. That can be your cousin. That yeah. can be your uncle. Or your that's, brother. Or your brother. <laughs> that's, the case may be. that's what is real. Yes. Yeah. That is what is true. Yeah. And a lot of times we're really good at building up subcultures of different things. But man, if it doesn't come mm. back to forgiveness, if it mm. doesn't come back to redemption and healing mm-hmm. uh, we've lost the
2: power yeah. oh we should start a whole other podcast on this this whole topic Another time. <laughs> i was like i'm gonna give you the space my guy <laughs> okay
0: next time i'm making a note next all right. time all right what do we not say about the album that you want to make sure we say
2: well um he's got a lot We're i've just got a lot to say <laughs> apparently this is just in chapter three emotional mode <laughs> Um, Look, we would love – we made it for you, Annie, um, and and for those of you that are listening. That's the whole – we're public servants. That's what musicians are. And we made it with a lot of heart, and we made it coming out of and more so into a new day. Yeah. And our hope is that – we made it very holistically. It's 13 tracks, that it can be sort of a soundtrack as you really try to piece together your life and and look forward relationally, spiritually, and everywhere in between. And um, we feel like it's you, – you never quite know what, what's your best and worst work. But we're, I think it's fair to say, Luke, we're, we're awfully proud of it. And, it's and very good. Thank you. Thank you. She listened to half of each track. Yes. She listened to the first what verse. What a monster. Can you imagine if I
0: listened to half? Uh, yes,
1: yes, yes, No, yes, no,
0: sure. no, 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 yes. Like, I'm, I'm not a and r. I'm that not trying your, to decide. Your
2: that pitch. was a joke. Your book is great. I yeah. read the foreword. <laughs> That's it. It wasn't written, written by, by you. Else. I got I got Johnny again, everyone. I yeah. got Johnny again. <laughs> um, and, and look, so we're, we are we are more serious about Music and about the way that music can bring people together. Yeah. The the universal language of music. I'll go on one final tangent, and that is this whole thing. The whole predicament that we're in started with music, depending on how you look at it as allegory or literal, but like the choir guy. The choir guy. One third of heavenly beings (laughs) with him and started this whole rebellion that put us in this weird predicament. It started with one of your own. It's, yes. (laughs) It started with musicians, and I think part wow. of the beauty of, of, you know, we feel like music is sort of one of those great gateways back to heaven, right? It's It's why every tribe, no matter how primitive or how advanced, always had rhythm and music mm. as to commemorate, to celebrate, to worship. And so we feel really honored more than ever to be able to sort of be part of that this this magical miracle yeah. that is music and and we hope that this album sort of continues uh, to you know make people look inward and ask some questions as we're asking and yeah. and look up and ask uh, find some answers hopefully yeah. and and we'll do it together yeah you know
0: and if our friends haven't seen you live it is i mean one of the joys of my career was that we toured together for on and off for two years, and I got to see a live show every weekend. Mm. Y'all are just some of the very best at live shows. It's so fun. So I hope our friends will come to the tour too. Yes,
1: you're very kind. It's
0: true. Oh, I mean it. Well, thank you. I will take that. But also, it was one. It is one of the benefits is that I got to go to a, a freaking country show every other weekend for a long time.
2: No, and that honestly, that's one of the things we're most excited about. Is again, music's the one area. Yeah, where, in the arts where you can have this moment eye level with yes. those that you have uh, invited into this creative thing. And we're so excited and to go they back And sing it along with you. And see that for the first time. Like That's what's so cool. In a couple of weeks, we're going to go out and people have the record now for a few yeah. weeks. And, and we're going to get to see them for the first time yeah. sing, sing these songs and sort of rally around them together, yeah. which is great.
0: You're leaving me now forever thinking about faith musicians being the exact army that fights against the original.
2: Yeah, the OG. I, yeah. I've never
0: Man. thought about that. Do y'all think about that a lot? Is that like a thing?
1: I think that you think through the danger of it. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> right. You <laughs> You're know? like a P. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, I've always That's said that, you know,
1: humans aren't, you know, Luke. they're not designed to hear applause. Yes. No soul's designed to hear applause. Yep. And so you've got to do something with it yep. and, you know, you know essentially a, an applause is like they're they're casting their their pearls to you and mm. they, and if you're going to take them and hold them beware but if you take them and you can toss them heavenward yeah. you know i think yeah. you, you well you and
2: know. that's that's part of it's the it's the whole adage you know if you stand on uh, stand in the air or or, or hang in the air and hold a high voltage wire the power just will run straight through you you know through your bones and out the other side mm. but if you try to be the termination point of the power if you try to sort of harness it in you, you just, you're burned from the inside out, you know, and you've seen, you saw it tragically. You saw it with Whitney Houston. Uh, You saw, you've seen it, you know, you saw it with Kirk Cobain. You saw it Mm -hmm. with Michael Jackson and the, and the Mm -hmm. list goes on that it's just, it's such a powerful thing, you know? And so it's those, to Luke's point, those sorts of things make you a bit bit reverent and frightened. (laughs) Yeah,
0: for sure. Okay. The last question we always ask Mm. because the show is called that sounds fun. Tell me what sounds fun to you.
2: Uh, eating something very sugary. Yeah, I bet. sounds <laughs> fun. <laughs> <laughs> right five Daughters now. donuts oh, is yes. just right there. No, I actually had some five Daughters put in front of me this morning. I was like, "There is, a, there is." Did you eat it? God, actually, no. Oh wow. I I gotta I gotta pace myself. Yeah, coming back know? off of sugar, you will have a migraine <laughs> yeah. in seven minutes.
0: You have to train your body to be re addicted to a substance. So take it slow. Yeah, I'll
2: take I'll take it slow. But
0: something sweet sounds. I, I support that. sounds that. fun. What well, sounds that fun to you,
1: happen. Luke? Uh man, I well, I um. I love being home with my wife and, and kids. I sound so lame. No, but it's no. that's fun for me. We, we don't judge our family. Darling, I love right. being
2: home with you too. Yeah. <laughs> it's Joel, just I've Joel been on wanted, a
1: fast. Joel wanted sugar instead of his wife. But uh, I'll take, you know, I, I want both. There yeah. you go. But yes, th- those are, th- yeah.
0: Okay, nine year old boy, seven year old boy,
1: four year old boy,
2: one year old girl. Golly. And yep. then a fifth child that is in a with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was like fifth child i, uh, I, know I was like are <laughs> we announcing i <laughs> no. will take it yeah.
0: yeah um you guys i'm excited about the new album thank y'all for being here i'm honored to have y'all on the show and proud to Likewise. be your friend for a long time means a lot to me oh you guys don't you love them my gracious oh they're just brilliant and thoughtful and kind and ugh I just could not say enough good things about Joel and Luke. I I, truly, I just am such a fan of them as humans and musicians. Be sure to grab What Are We Waiting For wherever you listen to music. And follow for King & Country on social media so you can tell them thanks so much for being on the show. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And now back in Nashville, the tour is over. All the places you may need me, that's how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home. Do something that sounds fun to you. I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me is washing a lot of laundry. I've been gone for a while. It is time to do some laundry, and that actually sounds really fun to me. Have a great weekend, you guys. We'll see you back here on Monday with the hilarious comedian, one of my dear friends, Angela Johnson. We'll see you all then.